0: What's up, guys? This is your girl, WWE Superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE Superstar, Braun Strowman.
1: My name's Kevin Owens. I'm uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ
2: Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to The Masked Man Show. And you are listening
1: to The Masked Man Show. And you're listening to The Masked Man Show.
2: Welcome to the Masked Man Show. Welcome to my interminable head cold. I'm here with Dave Schilling as always and special guest this week, Mike Lawrence. Hey man, how's it going? Great. Thank you so much for coming oh, by. Dude, thanks
1: for having me. This is awesome. I listen to this show every
2: week. Mike is a writer for the Roast Battle?
1: Yeah. Inside Amy Schumer set. Is that where it's all going? Is yeah, that... I won the Roast Battle and uh, I wrote on the second season and um, now I'm doing a show called The Cops with Louis C.K. and Albert Brooks. It's awesome. Nice. I don't know who those people are. I don't either. You
0: just stop that.
1: Don't,
0: <laughs> um, don't be that way. That
1: was a, that was a great counter move to a name drop. That was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's that?
0: Michael Jordan. Who's that guy?
1: I'm trying know. to help you humble brag. The <laughs> um, you R2'd me on <laughs> the WWE 17.
0: If we ever
2: stop doing the show, this is just totally freeform. If 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 there, if wrestling, if we ever decide wrestling is not enough to carry a podcast. We just got to transition to what am I watching on Monday night, the podcast, because it'll be wrestling like half the time. And then sometimes it'll be basketball, you know, important, important sports events. And sometimes it'll be like the Bachelorette. I'm catching up with Twin
0: Peaks this week. I'm sorry. Exactly. I watch DVR stuff. Yeah. That's
1: just Monday night TV. Oh, yeah. I either slog through three hours of raw or a reliable Kevin Kinwade episode. <laughs> I mean, it's not a hard choice. Kevin can Wait's getting the big reboot
2: this year. Speaking of reboots. Uh no, I'm just. Getting, I don't really want to talk about about the ravishing. Terminator rushing. Salvation? Huh? Oh. <laughs> you uh, said
0: speaking of reboots. Speaking, bad, of, yeah, speaking Terminator Re- Salvation. Oh um, boy, I saw that.
2: So this Sunday is the Money in the Bank pay per view, the SmackDown nah. exclusive Money in the Bank. This really feels like. One of those pay-per-views that you just wish was cross branded.
1: It's this is weird don't. thing when you guys don't. when you guys asked me to do the show, it's like, oh, I could either do a pay-per-view preview episode or a
0: pay-per-view recap episode. Cause that's all that that's exists. Every- <laughs> anymore. Yeah, there's like one episode every <laughs> month where we don't talk about the pay-per-view, but it's very rare. It
1: literally, like I'm a huge comic book fan, and that's like I think like that's what happened with comic books when everything became a, a, a crossover. A super event, yeah. Yeah, there's no more status quo to shake up. Yeah. Because it's always like everything will be different afterwards. I'm like, it's never normal. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting.
0: I, I just don't think that uh, we need to be having this pay-per-view specifically as a cross-branded show because... We wouldn't have a women's money in the bank match with with, um, you know, lower card people like Tamina in it. And that's not great for the entertainment value, maybe, but it's good for the talent. I'm really pro I can't tell if
2: you're being arch right now. Are you being serious?
0: (laughs) No, I think I I think that they need they, they need to be able to get these people out and get them over. Did
2: we have this conversation in person or on the air? I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but I just think that like it's. I'm the brand split is it has some definitely has some positives. I'm not trying to rehash the every pay-per-view should be cross-branded argument. I just mean, for the sake of like the first women's money in the bank match, it's just like a little bit, it takes a little bit of air out of
1: it that like Tamina is going to be there doing the spots that Nia Jack should be doing. I mean more, obviously it takes the air out when you can't get six combatants there's literally five like that's them literally saying we can't think of anybody else yeah like you could even do like Ellsworth enters in like a you know Santina type thing and gets knocked out early but they literally have not enough or, people to do that there's never been a five person money in the bank or Tyler Breeze who's been dressing in drag lately
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I, I think it's better with less people because yeah. Oh then, no, I,
2: I don't think there's any necessity for yeah. six, but you're right. It does it, it is it's sort weird. of like glaring it is sort of glaring. And then we have instead of just doing what would seem to be the logical thing, which is to just have Naomi put the title up for grabs in the match, she's not in it, and she's having a title match against Lana, which
0: Lana I mean, I can confirm that Lana can do one wrestling move because we saw her do it on she Tuesday did night. Train, I know. I'm just saying. I've only yeah. seen her do one. Super hold it, it when se- she
2: talks. It seems <laughs> with, the, with the with the possible exception of Maurice, it seems like when it seems like the people that they dis- determine are no longer wrestlers when they're coming up through developmental are are not wrestlers for a very good reason. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's injuries aside, the people that they just sort of say like, yeah, maybe you should be an announcer like that's they're they're just terrible. Like they're like they're they risk injury to themselves and everyone else around them. I hope that's not the case with Lana. I've always We're had find out.
1: a simple problem with the women's division. It was way more prevalent in the in the the, the, the when it was the Divas. But I hate the one name. Superstars. I, I think it's the worst. I, I think it doesn't do it because I was watching with my wife yesterday, which that is a weird thing sometimes. But when it's literally Lana, Naomi, Tamina, <laughs> I mean, I know why Tamina had to drop the snook up. But like, <laughs> but overall, it's this weird, like they don't feel like people it's like an R&B group. It it's is like yeah. SWV. It's, yeah, it's not even
2: R&B. It's just like a girl group or a boy group. It's, yeah. like, it's like the most diminutive form of that I agree. I mean, it's it, it, there is a, there is a feeling that, like when Cesaro lost his first name, when, you know, Neville lost his first name, that was just a dumb, creative decision. I mean, d- dumb meaning unnecessary. It's just like silly. Why are we wasting our time with these sort of like rebrandings that don't matter? But you're right. I mean, when it's, it it does feel strangely diminutive when it's, when it's the diva
1: division and they all just have fairly regular names. And they're the, I mean, I know like a lot of the two person names are generic too, but these just say nothing about the personality. Like Bailey is an exception. Like Bailey, that is a one word name. Like you could have like a couple, like, but it's just this, like, I don't know. Like Lana does have a clearly defined, you know, but a lot of them just don't. And it's hard to get invested because it's, it's this tough thing, like, I remember, you know, back in the day, like, the women's, you know, match was psychologically in your brain, like, this is the piss break. And that still feels like a carryover that I haven't completely gotten over because mm-hmm. of the way that they treat it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I I definitely, there's
2: there's definitely moments where where it does feel that way. Um, but
0: at the same time, they're doing a money in the bank match. So, they're steps, yeah, let's, yeah, steps. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: let's give them, let's give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Let's just jump. I mean, jump right into that match since we're talking about it at the pay per view, the Money in the Bank ladder match for a WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match contract. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Carmella uh, with James Ellsworth. Um, Who
0: do we see coming out on top? It seems to me that it's very likely that it's going to be someone who is not Charlotte.
1: I mean, automatically, James Ellsworth for still having a job.
0: Yeah. Well, he's going to, I think he's going to yeah. take some bumps. Yeah. Charlotte's a natural choice because she's the biggest star on SmackDown in terms of the women's competitors. And because you have to assume that she's getting the belt at some point. But that's not really what Money in the Bank is for. It's not for giving the obvious option yep. a championship opportunity because. All she has to do is ask, basically. Sure, she's credible, so I could see it being someone like Carmella, who has no credibility with the audience mm-hmm. right now, winning and then saying the, that saying to the audience, "Well, she could be a champion," uh, and then having her feet with Naomi down the road. Right,
2: I agree with your point on Charlotte. I think Becky Lynch could win, but falls into that same category, at least like intellectually speaking. Yeah, I mean she's she can she can they can put her in the main event anytime they yeah, want. She's There's a no, former champion. Um I think there's a real opportunity to do to to push Natalia as a as a big
1: time heel carrying the briefcase around. Well, that is, I think, the most underrated factor when when at least and not in terms of like who you think is most likely, but who you want to see the most is who is going to be the most fun. Yeah. With the briefcase. That is why it's mostly a heel. Who is like, and to me, Carmella and Ellsworth, I think out of the five, that is the most entertaining combo with the briefcase. I agree with that. I think, I think that, I think the heel, you have to, they have to go with the heel.
2: I think Carmella, I, I oh, agree yeah. with you. Carmella and Ellsworth with the briefcase is number one, as far as Yeah. how you, what, what do you want to see? And then, but I, but I do think that there's an opportunity with Natalia with, and I, and you know, I mean, I know she's fought Charlotte any number of times. But watching them on SmackDown, not a five-star match or whatever by by any estimation. But there was a point where they were just sort of like... I think at the beginning, they were just sort of squaring off. And I was just like... I was into that. This could be, if booked correctly, this could be a WrestleMania match.
0: Yeah, I was into how they sort of treated it as a competition. How they sort of treated each other as equals. And and you they eased us into the match instead of immediately going into high spots and trying to cram a bunch of shit in. Which is usually what happens with... Uh, TV matches these days, and that actually is more boring to me than, you know, let's tell a story, let's take our time, let's have a breath, and that was really refreshing about that match. I
1: was was thinking of, like, watching it this week and, like, preparing for the podcast, thinking of it in terms of, like, stand-up and how, like, you know, if you watch, like, a, uh, a late night set from a comic, that is not the optimal way to see that comic. Like that's why, you know, like the house shows are better and and things like that. Cause they get to just just be themselves. They get to do like the bits they want to do. But when you're trying to rush in, like, I mean, a lot of times, like if you do a late night set, you have to cut parts of the joke and things like that. You're having to make it exactly TV friendly. Like a lot of those old Letterman sets feel like tweets because they've just grinded it down Yeah. To the most you know quick like accessible format and it's just as when you watch a bunch of tv matches in a row you kind of like realize that oh yeah and like, who's great at that, and who isn't? Like, of showcasing what they can still do. Yeah,
2: I mean, and a lot of it, obviously, on TV, also has, comes down to what the announcers are doing while you're wrestling. You know, I mean, it doesn't yeah. affect what happens in the ring, but what they're putting over while you're doing your thing. Obviously, the real skill is to make your match shine <laughs> in five minutes while the announcers are talking about a match that, has, besides yours. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to get. It's easy. It, it's it's hard to shine in a lot of those situations. Um. Let's take the the money in the bank. I mean, we we've all. I mean, I don't. Are these official picks? Are you going with? Are you, are you going go with Carmella. Carmella? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's, yeah. The, it's. I don't.
0: You made a good point that that's the most obnoxious option. Yeah, where the heel heat is going to be really natural with them. Heard prancing around with the briefcase, and right. I, I think they have the most benefit
1: from it. <laughs> like I think of all the five acts, I think that one still has the most potential. <laughs> To be something, just in terms of merge, just yep. in terms of fun. Yeah. You know?
2: yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the women's roster on SmackDown, um, adding Charlotte is a hu- is a is a major shift, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, that's a huge benefit. They have some talent over there, but the way it's lined up doesn't make a lot of sense unless, and I mean, to me, it feels like they had to be eyeing Carmella for a big push at some point in this calendar year, right? Yeah. Not, I mean, just the way that it, the the shape of the division. Speaking of the shape of the division, we also have a title match between Naomi and Lana. I'm not, nobody has to make picks for Sunday. But if one of these two women were walk is going to walk in to SummerSlam holding the belt, who do you think is more likely, Naomi or Lana? Oh,
0: man, this is actually hard because there's a segment of the crowd that's popping for Lana. Because yeah. there's a segment of the crowd that is still incredibly juvenile about women's wrestling. They're the people that chant what during Alexa Bliss. I don't, I
2: don't mind that reaction to like a member of the roster.
0: Yeah, it's probably
1: had more screen time than Naomi for sure.
0: Yeah. It's just a horny reaction. And then the horny reaction kind of bums me out. Is she going to wrestle in the dress? (laughs) I doubt (laughs) it.
2: I I know I've said it on the podcast before, but I used to have like, like my, my, my fantasy booking of Lana, if she was ever going to wrestle was when she was wearing like the women, like the tight business suit. Uh, when she was with Rusev was for her to just like come to the ring in that and tear it off, revealing a spandex version of that business suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Cesaro should be doing. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, well, I think that there's a case to be made for both of these uh, for both of them at SummerSlam. I think Naomi is obviously like the, the the wrestler that we should uh, that we would both want or we would all three want in that position. But also, if like when they're when when they're building out the SummerSlam card, if this ends up getting penciled in as like a four minute match or something, then maybe then Lana's the better answer because she's get because she does get more heat or reaction from the crowd one way or the other. And if they just use her to to for Charlotte to squash or something, that could be a fun match.
0: Yeah, um, it, it is interesting to note that there is only one babyface champion in WWE, and that's Naomi. Everybody else is a heel. Really, yeah. Brock Lesnar, um, gender. Both tag titles are held by heels: the Usos and uh, Cesaro and Sheamus.
1: Alexa Bliss.
0: Alexa Bliss. Yeah. IC title belongs to the Miz. Yeah. US yeah, US Kevin Owens, yeah. Kevin Owens. Wow. Cruiserweight title Neville. I think Naomi wins for that only that that reason alone.
2: I don't. I think it's. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a fool I I, I know this is uh, I'm diminishing my own podcast. It's a fool's errand to predict. This is one of those matches where it doesn't matter. They'll ha- no matter who wins, they're going to be fighting again on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. And yeah. and
2: maybe again at the next what is the Battleground? There's like another I don't there's know. another Smackdown pay-per-view before I mean the Jesus. before like a, SummerSlam?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh god.
1: Jesus,
2: uh, and, and we love this stuff. We're yeah.
1: friends. Like that's so weird. I, yeah, I just feel no like moss. this. This no is gonna moss. be a match
2: that might. I mean, you know what actually might make sense for this match is Lana winning and Naomi entering herself in the Money in the Bank match. Like mm. there, there's like a lot of ways that this could go. This feel. This is such a thrown together match. For I mean. For the, with the purpose of getting Lana over and what, I mean, I just I just think that there's a lot of ways it can
1: go. It just makes me think of, remember, that The Simpsons where Homer goes to hell and he's like, you like donuts, eh? This is literally like, you like wrestling, eh?
0: Have all the wrestling in the world. Yeah, it's like, here's um, a streaming um, service. Um, yeah. Here's a bunch of pay-per-views. You can watch old Starcades if you want to. Oh, please, God, no more. Yeah, If I even see two people fighting in the street, I'm like, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> It's ridiculous, but you know what? There's going to be some good matches on yeah, this card. And there's
1: worse problems that happen in the world yeah, right now. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs>
0: um, All right, the rest of the card. Uh, the Usos versus The New Day. I like this in theory. I have not liked this in execution. I don't like the fact that it's yet again devolved into a comedy angle. I like The Fashion Police. I like Breezango. I think both of those guys are very talented and very funny. But the, the way to get heat for that title match is not to put them in a, an eight-man tag where you're, you're adding comedy elements to it. The Usos and the New Day are polar opposites, and they're perfect for each other, uh, and they were when the alignments were switched. But now it's just silly again.
1: Yeah, I watched that match on SmackDown and the only positive takeaway from it was Epico's body makes me feel better about my body. <laughs> Epico was doing like the the
2: flex during the he was flex he was flexing his bicep during a standing <laughs> suplex at some point. I mean it was it, it was it was pretty incredible. People complain that we don't have that the, the, the art of the squash match is lost. But nah. anytime there's an eight person tag with two tag teams on each side and the Usos are involved, is there is there any doubt that an that, I mean that that the that the that the that Epico and Primo are involved? Is there is there any doubt that one of them is going to eat the pin? Nah. No,
0: Epic? but you know what? We used to think that about Jinder Mahal, and look at him now. <laughs> He's the champ, baby. I'm a big
2: fan of the I'm a big fan of the colognes, man. I mean, I've I've been saying forever that like it's just they're. Uh, they would be so great if they just like went to new Japan for a year. I used to say ring of honor. I mean, if they just like got out and did something else, you know, and just built up some internet cred, but anyway, that's not where we are.
1: Epico slowly is looking like Puerto Rican Jerry Lawler. It's really (laughs) crazy. The The hair and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it's insane to me. I liked, I mean, yeah, I, I think the, the opening was cool with the new day and, and, and the, uh, the brass band. That was awesome. Like, I think I think that this is a chase though. I think if they do win it is at SummerSlam for them to come back and be on top immediately is just I mean we just like went through like over a year of that. Yeah. I think they've got to be chasing for a and while. And
0: the, the Usos heel act is great. The yeah. promos they're cutting are next level weird but also funny but also not funny in like a haha way but like oh that was just like clever and strange and it's all good i i like that i want them to continue feuding but i hope that they can amp up the heat and i hope they use this match to create more heat going all forward
2: all right tag team uh, let's, let's let's pull back the camera a little bit um the hype bros reunited on smackdown
0: this week <laughs> that's not gonna last <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i mean if there was ever a team that just looked like built for a you know, quick heel turn. Yeah. That's the one. I mean, they could, oh, yeah. they would be crazy, but uh, on the one you would think that that would factor into the, to the tag team picture. That, I mean, why, I mean, why pull the trigger on the reunion? I mean, I guess you could, if they, if there's a heel turn coming and, but you want it to take two months, then that's why, but it feels weird to pull the trigger on the reunion on this week's Smackdown. Um, and maybe they'll just feud instead. Maybe I'm crazy. There's also been rumors that American alpha is being primed for a big, a quote, big return angle.
0: Yeah, and they're supposed to be coming back as heels, and potentially were the ones that were uh, assaulting um, Tyler Breeze. Oh, really? Yeah. Um,
2: maybe they've you you don't think they've been behind the assaults on Raw as well?
0: <laughs> what if that would be an awesome angle if they were just like beating up everybody yeah. regardless of brand? But that's not what's going on.
2: No, that's that. That would be very confusing. It doesn't feel. I mean, it doesn't feel like there's there's a big result. That we're, I mean, nothing nothing definitive is going to be happening. Um, it is weird that we're like... We could almost do a tag team money in the bank ladder match if we just got all those teams back together. Oh, oh, yeah. Too
0: many people in the ring. Good grief. Yeah, but it'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, no. Um, I don't, I'd, I, there's a point where there's too many people in a match, in my opinion. Man.
2: Well... Today I learned uh, Dave Schilling hates the Royal Rumble. No, that's not <laughs> just the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no.
0: no. The Royal Rumble is different, and here's why: because you all pair off and you punch each other, and the object is to throw the people out of the ring. Okay. Here's Whereas what, hey, uh, uh, the standard ladder match, you have to have like four dudes who were just passed out for, for like twenty minutes.
2: Here's how I booked the Here's how I booked the tag team money in the bank ladder match. It's an elimination style match. Okay. People can get eliminated by pins or submissions or whatever. Okay. And the ladders don't come in until there's only five people left.
0: All right. I'm not against Or six that.
2: people, whatever it is. And, but, and maybe it's like there's some teams, you know, may, maybe it's one of each. It could be really exciting.
0: You know, I would rather they do uh, war games than to do a tag team
2: You're right. Game. If I'm fantasy booking crazy stuff, war, you, you, can pl- you can play the war games card. That's fine. <sighs>
1: I always do,
0: man. <laughs> You're just
1: really in the video. I, I can't believe the video games still can't get more than six people in a ring at the same time. Really? Yes. Since like the early 2000s till now in the newest WWE games, which I play a lot of, you still, even in Royal Rumbles, there's never more than six in a ring. And this is from PS one to PS four. We'll talk to our friends at two K 18. Yeah. We can fix it for two K 19.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, maybe Maybe you just need like a gigantic computer system to handle that, though. You yeah, just need like, like the NASA computer room to power a 30-man <laughs> Royal Rumble. I
0: need the com- the mainframe computer from Mad Men yeah. from the last season of Mad Men.
2: Um, <laughs> all right, there's good stuff about this pay-per-view. I mean, we've talked about some good stuff. There's a lot of interest. Uh-huh. But before we get to the men's ladder match, a quick word from Dollar Shave Club. For everybody out there. That likes to shave, like the clean shaven look, the Shawn Michaels heel clean shaven look, or even a little well-manicured stubble like Razor Ramon, Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. You can get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. When you use the DSC Executive Razor with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter, the blade just gently glides, giving you such a smooth shave uh dr carver shave butter is transparent for a more precise shave it helps prevent ingrown hairs and fights razor bumps and you too can make the smarter choice by joining the bad guy and joining dollar shave club for a limited time new members get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of their dr carver shave butter for only five bucks with free shipping after that razors are just a few bucks a month that's a 15 dollars value for only five bucks in your first month box you get an awesome weighty handle, a focus set of 4 cartridges and a tube of their shave butter. And after your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at the regular price. There's no hidden hidden fees, no commitments, cancel anytime you like. You can get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com/masked. That's dollarshaveclub.com/masked. The men's money in the bank ladder match for a WWE Championship match contract. Uh, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, this feels like what what every smart fan dreamed of when the brand split happened.
0: And yet we're all still like, this is is going to be boring. This is the match. This
2: (laughs) This is going to be great. This is the match. I mean, Naomi versus Lana... Is, is, is should be you know viewed as a throw in on this card. You know all the like the, I think the women's match is a chance to be really good, but it's like if they're under booking the tag team match, that's kind of fine right now. I mean, there's, a, there's one really important thing going on, and we haven't even talked about the title match.
0: But you also pull back to the big picture, and you see people who are very frustrated with the way that Shinsuke Nakamura is being booked, with the fact that um none of these guys are directly involved with the title right now. And that you have someone who was a jobber two months ago as a champion. And there there are things that people are complaining about with this match. That's why I think the only way for us to enjoy this is to just forget all of the booking. And just appreciate that this is a match <laughs> that's going to happen with all these really talented wrestlers. It's going to be awesome.
1: Well, this match is proof of why like secondary pay-per-views can be good. Because this exact match would open any WrestleMania with these exact competitors this Never. is the match that we've had the last couple of years before right. you know this year and it would get 12 minutes but it's going to
0: get 25 or something.
1: Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Um, I, I, yeah, I was watching yeah last night where they did the, the three on three and they, they do this thing, you know, where they have like what the, what the, what the guy's accomplishments are in the like side box oh, yeah, when they yeah. come out, which is great. And for everybody, it was like won this championship or won that championship. And then <laughs> for AJ Styles, it just said, has the names of his children's birthdays tattooed. <laughs> and I was like, was he mean to the graphics guy that day? <laughs> <laughs> has a haircut that looks stupid. Oh man,
2: you guys are being too rough on him. Did you see no, they, no, no, no. We're, we're, they were,
0: I want a roast. Yeah, he's he's the guy. <laughs> if You're going to be tough on somebody. I forgot that's to true. mention that
1: Zach Ryder looked like he drew his beard on his
0: face. I yeah, mean. He, that's a Hulk Hogan circa <laughs> 1998 beard. Yeah. <laughs> Like those magnets, uh, you know, that's with the, right. uh, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> like Wooly Willy. <Is> yeah,
1: <laughs> he looks like Wooly Willy. Yeah, okay.
2: Um, wow. Remember when Zack Ryder got heat for dyeing his hair while they were selling the Zack Ryder hair wigs for the
0: kids? Yeah.
2: I mean,. You could What a moment yeah. in a wrestler's career. Yeah.
0: Remember when he got heat by uh doing things on his own and then WWE got mad at him?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you literally could have member berries for Zack Ryder pushes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Remember yeah. 2011? Mamba? <laughs> Remember when he won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania?
2: What? Oh man, I was watching the uh I was just like I I had I had the um What's the, I don't even know what the network show is. Were they, they, the thing that Finn Balor's thing. The ba- W24. The 24, yeah. yeah. So I was watching one of those and then just kind of got distracted. And so like, it was just on autoplay in the background of my apartment for about six hours the other day. And so I watched the I, the one with uh, the WrestleMania where with Zack Ryder winning was like part of the thing. And they showed him like celebrating and like how yeah. big of a moment it was. Um, yeah, that was a real moment in time, huh? Yeah. Anyway, you
0: know, speaking of guys who don't get consistent pushes, Dolph Ziggler's in this match, guys. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Zack Ryder should have some sort of like uh like career-ending feud where it's just like one of you is getting the misery taken out or, or you're getting put out of your misery that is because Dolph Ziggler feels out of place in this match and he feels out of place anytime he starts dealing with the main event. In my opinion. Really? Yeah. I just don't buy it. I think he needs... I know. A new, I don't a new know what gimmick. it is. He needs new music. He needs something to make him not feel like a disappointment when he's the guy who comes out or he's the guy booked in a match. He's the sixth guy. Yeah. That's what it is. He's it's the, the sixth guy. He's Tamina in, in the men's match. He's like He's like just basically like the new Chris
2: Jericho, but without like the years of championship credibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jericho had, you know multiple runs on top and that's fun
1: too. But yeah. I think Dolph, you know, mostly exists for the house shows. Like he's a guy like when you see him live, like he puts on a great match. He's super fun. And on TV, it's just like, oh, I'm here. I can and he'll do whatever you want him to. You know, he's you know, there are character actors. He is a character wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. That's a really good that's a that's a good way of looking at it. Um for some reason I'm just imagining
1: Oh, I don't. I don't even know how to book him.
0: Oh, well, let's let's not. Let's <laughs> let's pick who's
1: actually going to win this. He's match. the Stephen Tobolowski <laughs> of the WWE. All right, going
0: off of
2: our previous rubric of who would be most fun to see carrying around a briefcase for the next six months,
0: who who do you who do you have as your winner? I think it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura, though it is not going to make his entrance any easier to do because he can't really do all the gyrations <laughs> with that briefcase unless he like. Even if he straps it to his arm and it's dangling off there, he can hit himself when he does that. I think you're then right. I could imagine
2: somebody in the back thinking that it would look even cooler with a briefcase, though.
0: Well, if they thought adding fireworks to his entrance was going to make it cooler, then, yeah, I guess a briefcase is not that different.
1: I would love if the briefcase just had a note card in it that said, please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It just it hurts
1: his power. It's so bad. It's very bad. I didn't mind the backstage segment. He said one word or whatever, right? Well, he was just like the whole thing was yeah, Sami Zayn was like rambling and getting overexcited, and AJ was annoyed, and then he just looked like stupid to me. Yes. It, it felt like Funaki. We should I, get
2: the video department to cut together to to do like a, a, a smash up of that backstage promo and just some like all babyface, you know, survivor series promo from the 80s, just showing how the how how much the, the relationship between baby faces has changed in the modern era. It was so weird. They're just like, kind of like didn't like each other very much. And were acting like weirdos, but the, I don't mind it. Just totally different.
1: Is it the bigger problem is they have two modes of writing for foreign characters. One is they're evil. You know, the gender Mahal, you know, my country is better. And then the infant you know like when vladimir kozlov was dancing they're either so excited by everything and they get like literally like most of the wonder woman movie where they're just like what's this and what's that oh my god or they hate everything and there's no in between and i feel like on in nxt he was a fully defined character he was just a guy that was great at wrestling that was really cool and yeah. somewhat mysterious and Anytime you let him talk,
0: it just takes away his power. Yeah, the mystery's gone, and and when you put him in comedy sketches, even if he's only saying one or two things, it's it makes him like everyone else. It makes it puts him on the level of every other wrestler.
2: Yeah, I mean, Nakamura as just like a dude on the roster is is. A bad move.
0: Yeah, like imagine if the Undertaker was in that sketch instead of Shinsuke Nakamura. You're like, well, isn't he supposed to just come out and like, yeah, beat people up? I don't, I don't, I can't say
2: I disagree. And uh,
1: watching him in that sketch, I was just watching him wait for his cue the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he's waiting for his just one moment to say his line, and it's even like it almost feels like you're supposed to laugh at how he talks. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's not a good, weird look. to me. Yeah. All right. What about Sami Zayn winning?
2: What about Sami Sami Zayn could like turn the briefcase? What would be the appropriate like say if he if he if he turned the briefcase into something else, like he could just have like the money in the bank duffel bag to match
1: his ring gear, <laughs> trombone case. Yeah, yeah. he's just lo- yeah.
0: he's always loading in or loading out for some reason. You know, like just big boxes of stuff or
1: speakers. <laughs> he does look like he wrestles, but is also on the crew. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you know, it should be
2: just like a new like a like a new like an old fashioned newsboy bag, like a a, like over the shoulder
0: satchel. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the money, to money to in the bank satchel, satchel. Yeah. or a chrome uh, one of those chrome. Backpacks with the seat belt on the (laughs) front—that's what he would be rocking. I I hope there's a ticket to Santa
1: Fe in this briefcase.
0: Oh man, (laughs) me and the boys. Um, (laughs) I like Sammy. I like Sammy in that spot. I don't know if Sammy versus anyone in the main event right now makes a lot of sense for the title but this is also the company that gave Jinder Mahal the WWE championship. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that it being, I
2: mean, you should, we can kind of temper, we could partially temper expectations. This being a SmackDown for specific pay-per-view, it does sort of take down even I mean, take down the, 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 the possibilities of the, of the gimmick a little bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to, this money in the bank could lead directly to the, you know, I was going to say the main event at WrestleMania, but let's say like the fourth match from the top at WrestleMania. Um, but it could also just be another SmackDown specific pay per view in a couple of months where, you know, it's Sami Zayn versus Randy Orton and like a, you know, or Sami Zayn versus Jinder Mahal. It could be, they could use it. it, it I think the expectations don't have to be as high because it's a SmackDown specific thing now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do think that the best use of the briefcase this year is to set up WrestleMania. Um, I have a feeling Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I oh, wait, hate wait.
0: to say it, but
2: we gotta. We, we're going to talk about Roman Reigns in just a minute. Let's finish. Let's finish out our conversation about this card because I have, a, I have some Roman Reigns thoughts. Oh,
1: good. Um, I mean, I think Baron Corbin's going to be the one that wins. I was just. I was. Just, I can't stop staring at his name on my computer screen right now.
0: Well, that must be it. That's the sign. He's going to win. He's the one we I had the least so, thoughts about. I mean, he's hey, the, guys, he's the
1: one that would look dumbest carrying a briefcase around. So,
2: yes,
0: this
1: is the way <laughs> it's going to go. I just think that he's that next guy. Just give him whatever. The other guys will always like have a place. Like there's certain guys who don't need to be pushed. To, like And they still justify like why they work there. Corbin feels like he needs to be pushed in order to keep his job. Because he's not exceptional at anything
2: yet. That would be great if somebody actually ran with a gimmick like I know my contract status around here is shaky, so I'm just gonna cash this in exactly one year from today to ensure my employment up until that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I I I don't think it's gonna be Baron Corbin personally. I don't know if if that is a is is the most uh, beneficial. For building someone up yeah Baron Corbin obviously needs a push up the card But I think that they recognize even though they're not booking him well That Shinsuke Nakamura is a big deal that he sells a lot of merchandise that kids like him And I think that's going to mean that they see The the benefit and the advantage of having him with this
1: But the plus about these multi-man matches is, is like this and Royal Rumble you don't really. I mean, especially this because you could. There's ways to bury someone or make them look weak in Royal Rumble. Like for whatever reason, everyone's durability in a in a Money in the Bank match gets depleted from like Wolverine levels to like Aunt May. Yeah, where it's literally like the one hit mm. and they're out for five minutes. No one, no one's ever buried in a in in, in these matches. Yeah. So, whoever wins it could help them but whoever loses i don't think it hurts them at all and that is like one of the pluses of this type of match totally agree i'm gonna go outside the box just a little bit and uh and
2: predict aj styles will win oh my and we'll cash in after the main event oh, that'd be awesome because this is fantasy booking to the nth degree because man this main event needs some saving
0: i i was really confused last night when Jinder was cutting his promo, and he starts talking about Cowboy Bob Orton being at ringside, and I'm like, with other legends, since yeah. when? <laughs> is that going to be a compelling addition to the booking of that match? Is I don't he going to be see...
1: the only legend at ringside? Is that the only one they mentioned? No, he said other with others. It was yeah, it was such a written statement that no one would say on their own. It's just who's, who? Who can they get to show up?
0: Yeah. Hope, and I, more. I just yeah. hope Bob Orton is wearing a cast. I just clubs gender in the face with the cast as part of the the finish. I mean... When
2: was the last time we saw Cowboy Bob Orton? Like 2008 it, it, or the under, when he got when he like bled with the Undertaker? With that, the hepatitis stuff? That yeah. wasn't the last. Was, was that, that the last when, time? Was
0: that when uh, like there was weird mirror tricks and stuff with the Undertaker or something? I don't, I don't something? Even
2: remember. All I can remember is the hep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh I mean I just think that there's a Obviously, they're gimmicking this a lot with the legends or whatever. The Randy Orton table for three, I think, was, uh, which was, like, as you pointed out, was filmed at WrestleMania time, I think, was, you know, presented at the perfect time for this Randy Orton hangs out with the old school dudes, like, semi-gimmick they're messing with now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that any of it's going to be enough to get people, like, out of their
1: seats standing up, meaning not not leaving for the bathroom during this match. Uh, I mean... I feel like Jinder Mahal world champion makes me feel like I'm in the alternate timeline more than President Donald Trump, (laughs) even. (laughs) You know, like when you beat a video game and everyone gets their own like ending, like and and it could even be like the weakest character. It feels like there is a a multiverse of everyone's world champion and we somehow ended up in the one where he is. It's still... Like I like the Bollywood boys. I here, I just I don't know why I'm supposed to hate India or find it. Well, you're not. You're what you're supposed it, to hate is the fact that
2: he doesn't deserve to be there. Right. It's try I I
1: mean, if if you want
2: to give him all the benefit of the doubt, they're trying to work this on parallel tracks. Uh, you know, the India hatred for the uh for for subsection A of fans and the he doesn't deserve to be here for our subsection. But um yeah, I mean the Jinder Mahal versus AJ Styles would work for me. Only because because that would be the central tension. This guy who's worked so long and so hard versus the guy who's here because he suddenly got into insane shape.
1: Then he can get a great match out of anyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> for right. an aesthetic, like, oh God, yeah.
0: How do you guys feel about the additions to his entrance? His entrance now takes... 15 minutes. I did the floor
1: thing where it like it looks cool. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's what that that is cooler than almost any WrestleMania thing they did with that, like with the, the sperm. Yeah. Randy Orton oh, sperm. The Randy sperm. Orton I sperm. Was,
0: <laughs> so I was yeah. I was watching
2: Raw on Hulu with my girlfriend. And after Raw ended, it went straight for whatever reasons of the Hulu algorithm. It transitioned straight to an episode of superstars from last year that opened with Jinder Mahal coming out and, I, and he was wearing his old ring gear yeah, with the, with yeah. the turban and the, and the sort of, yeah, the, the, whatever. tum tum Yeah. And he was, and, uh, he was in pretty good shape. It must've been like a January sort of, you yeah, after he had been brought back. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, and Dom picked up on it before I did. She was like, wait. Did they change his entrance? And I was like, no, this is his old entrance. She's like, I love that outfit. Why doesn't he wear that anymore? And I just like, oh, he's, well, he's wearing a suit now. It's yeah, that's a championship look.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kevin Owens started wearing a suit when he won the Universal title. Um, a suit does look good with a Money in the Bank briefcase. I'll say that. Man. That's right.
2: Um, anyway, Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. All the schmozing aside and, and Money in the Bank, whatever. Who do you think is going to win this match?
1: Jinder Mahal. Jinder, yeah. Especially the way they set up that where he just... RKO's him out of nowhere and all of that. I, I feel like they have, I feel like they're going to make us like love this. Like we're going to look back on this fondly in the same way, like hall of pain started out and you're like, what is, what is happening here? Mark Henry's a big thing. Yeah. And then by the end I, you're like, I, Oh, this is cool. Like, I I know it feels weird to trust a company that's hurt us so many times, but has also given us a lot of great things. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think there'll be something cool at SummerSlam. So I said, Jen. All right. This
2: is a semi-offensive fantasy book again. Oh, good. Is it possible? Are there enough, uh, legend for, are there enough WWE legends that played evil foreigners to use as Jinder Mahal's like backing posse, like this cowboy Bob Orton, like Randy will have his, and then all of a sudden, like Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik come out with chairs and just start smacking them.
0: Well, the Iron Sheik is uh, not in the best of health, so I don't yeah, think he's going to be swinging anything except a cane. I, I'm
2: just fan, just just trying to remember from my childhood, but wouldn't wouldn't that be great to place him like with like give him his own legends?
0: Yeah, like a Legion of Doom, but for foreign heels. Yeah,
2: I'm into it. Well, they, that was the what was the. The, the
0: League of Nations. The League of Nations. I was like, we just
2: had that gimmick, although slightly different. Slightly different angle there. Okay. We've talked a lot about SmackDown. Let's briefly touch on Raw. Um not a lot to talk about unless you want to do a deep dive into Dean Ambrose wearing a bear suit.
0: No, 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 no. It was, I mean, that was a natural payoff, wasn't it? Yeah, that's one way to say it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it legit was like the most lunatic thing he's done in a while. I mean, he still wrestled like normal, but it was like, okay, because that's, I didn't I know you have your own issues with Dean, but mine is... I don't is, have any issues with Dean. <laughs> I just like to apologize to him. Yeah. But mine that I just never understand is like why his shirts are so clean. Like one, I don't think he should be wearing his own merch because he's a crazy guy. Yes. But also um, they're just clean and he's a crazy guy and his shirt should be dirty. He should look like well, he's, he's not worn it all to be day. Actually,
0: insane. That's the thing. Is like he's, he's on the fringe. Yeah, he's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's straddling the line between stone cold Steve Austin and McFoley. And there are elements of both of those gimmicks in him, but he's not crazy enough to be mankind and eating rats and living in a boiler room. But he's also not cool enough to be stone cold.
1: And he wrestles like everybody else. That that <laughs> to me is the main thing. So like the bear thing, I know they with the CM Punk mariachi, like this is the thing they do. I I kind of, you know, it was it's a fun way to continue a feud. He's in a bear costume. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't did know. Did we did we ever find out who the bunny was?
0: Oh, the Adam Rose bunny? Yeah. I think it was supposed to be Vince McMahon. Oh, son
2: of a- <laughs> It
0: was Hornswoggle. <laughs> did,
2: it's always Hornswoggle. He takes it off and you just see yourself. Yeah. You are the bunny the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. that would be great. Um, <laughs> um, Elias Samson got one over on Dean Ambrose. Samson's yeah. getting the, getting a little bit of a push. I, again, I'm going to I'm just I'm on the Samson bandwagon or what's I'm a wait what's his catchphrase? Samson
0: you're a Samsonite? You're yeah. a
2: drifter? No he said who wants
1: to walk with Samson? Is that what he said? No, Samsonite is (laughs) what they win in the month. I want to talk
0: to Samson. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk to Samson. (laughs) Climbing to the moon like that. It seems to me that uh, Elias Samson, Dean Ambrose is the way they're going for SummerSlam. And then can we talk about Finn Balor, the Miz being the most logical feud for the Intercontinental title? Is that it? It should be. Go ahead, talk. Uh, I think it should I think that's that's there's nothing else for Finn Balor to do. I don't think he should be mucking about in the main event scene while Brock Lesnar has a title because I don't want to see that match. I think it's a it would squash all of his momentum, um, and the Miz can get anybody over. Okay, that's all. I have a I have a
1: kayfabe question. Go ahead. Okay, so the pull apart right at the beginning it was it was awesome. The kick in the head was great. Lesnar and Samoa Joe. I'm so excited to see that match. I Think we all are, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Why do the other wrestlers come out to, to break them up when the whole point of the show is everyone fights and beats each other?
0: Kurt up? Angle demanded it. He said, you guys have to get out there. I'm in charge. You need to break this up. Now, fine. why does he do it for
1: that, but when there are other beatdowns, nothing happens?
0: Because it's his high-priced client or his high-priced employee, Brock Lesnar. He doesn't want him to get hurt.
1: I got to tell you, as much as I love the Pritchard Podcast...
2: The, it, it kills this kind of question for me because he answers them in exactly the way you expect him to but just like just having it set out loud just deflates the entire premise of like the yeah. kayfabe you know whatever this is
1: yeah questions you've had for 30 years and it's, it's just like, like well there was no one else better at the time yeah. Like, yeah. A, <laughs> like
0: imagine if five minute ad break imagine if your favorite television show let's say it was The Leftovers and you really loved all the the interesting details and and, and tonal shifts and things like that and the creator Damon Lindelof was just like I don't know man we didn't really think about it too much (laughs) we just made a TV show and we wanted to get paid you'd be like oh fuck that's such a bummer and that's what we get constantly from professional wrestling personalities and writers and producers is we know you guys care a lot about it but we don't
2: (laughs) all right let's talk about the pull apart uh brock lesnar samoa joe it was a good brawl i mean i i was watching i you know totally total full disclosure i was watching basketball during monday night raw and my only but the only like spoiler that i allowed myself was someone texting me that it was the worst episode of raw ever i don't know i was like i kept waiting was it f- dan saint
0: germain was even it remember the comic book it. guy yeah
2: <laughs> worst raw ever um <laughs> I don't know if that was true, but uh, you know, it certainly it was certainly booked to be. Uh, I mean, they had a, the tag team match in the main event. It was a, it was a very interestingly booked draw, and there was a
1: bear costume. Um, no, they opened strong because that was right before the game, right? right? Exactly. And so then, they have, so um, we have
2: the pull apart brawl. Yeah. Uh, I I'll go back to what I said last week. They're booking. Uh, I mean, they're they're booking Samoa Joe way more in in a much more legitimate way than i expected them to when he won
1: even when he even when he won the title match yeah no it's it's awesome i i still go back and forth on the, the theme music because it is like badass theme music but it's also i'm a fat guy theme music <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like the tuba playing as he walks it's up it's really womp, womp, like womp, womp, i'm womp. a fat
1: guy it's like You go in the drive-thru, you find out they don't have the McRibs. So when you go in to speak to a manager, that's the music that plays.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. You know what? I can never enjoy Samoa Joe now. You ruined it. That's it, man.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm 100% Team Lesnar now. Yeah uh no i'm really enjoying this angle it'll it's be awesome. interesting to see how they carry it how many weeks do we have to Great balls of fire i don't too yeah <laughs> is it july nine? Is, ne- yeah. is it next week I don't know. anyway i i, I will I, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep this momentum going because that that is really working not at now everything else not working to the same degree um i will formally say we got to get out of here soon but yeah. the other thing we need to talk about is mm-hmm. that roman reigns is going to be announcing his SummerSlam plans He's going to beat up a fan.
0: Apparently,
1: <laughs> feuded
0: with fans on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Um, That's his
0: SummerSlam opponent. Is the WWE universe? This is crazy, yeah. though,
1: that they he's would be fighting announcing the bunny. The bunny's taking his mask off, and it's all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're going to announce a SummerSlam match.
2: Is it next week that they're saying that he's going to do it? I believe so. Yeah, um, I could be wrong. This only makes sense if it's an. I mean, as another Undertaker style. Like, I'm not going to be in the title match, but I'm going to have a giant match. I mean, so it's uh, the list has to be like John Cena and
0: Triple H. Like, who else could it be? Well, I've I've already read that it's not John Cena. Who, who has are, are there rumors out there? It's been it's been either it's John Cena or it's not John Cena. It seems like it should be John Cena. Wasn't John Cena supposed to come back to SmackDown this week? He's July a free agent. 4th, He's a free he agent.
1: So in almost a, a month. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's not technically a SmackDown superstar, so he could wrestle Roman Reigns.
2: This feels like a Roman Reigns call out of John Cena.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's his yard now. God damn it. I... (laughs) (laughs) Get my yard, yard. you son of a bitch. Oh, God. Why are we talking
1: like 2000 (laughs) Biker Taker again? Big (laughs) dog. It's my yard. Roman
0: Reigns, (laughs) it's fascinating to me that he is... Either kayfabeing and working everybody by trolling the fans who hate him and, and continuing to stoke the fires of his heel heat, or just going off the reservation and letting it get to him.
2: No, they're booking him as a the, heel. I mean, I, they they know exactly what they're doing. Triple H just said out loud, like he's the best. He's you know why change him? He's the biggest heel in the business.
0: Oh, the other the, uh, there is one other potential match that I have I have heard of, and that was doing Finn Balor Roman Reigns 3, oh. the, rub, the rubber match.
2: Here's what I do. That w- I mean, that would be crazy
1: to to to, yeah. to call that that far in advance. But go ahead, Mike. So him making a Summer Slam uh, announcement. He just, in full detail for 20 minutes, talks about everything he's doing that weekend, <laughs> but never mentions what he's doing the night of SummerSlam. He's like, I'm yeah. going to go to the Atlantic Avenue Target.
0: I'm going to, you know. There's a go. men's warehouse yeah, yeah, yeah. nearby that yeah, yeah. I, I need to get a, I need to get uh, some tailoring done. The men's warehouse is yeah. very convenient. Jason Derulo
1: is doing a concert at the Barclays the night before. Going to check that out. <laughs> Have
0: you guys ever been to Fourth Avenue Pub? Oh, it's a really great bar. Yeah. Uh shouts out to all my friends who worked there. Ralphie, he's great, great bartender. Fedasal, oh, really?
1: best barbecue in the country. Gonna go to Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yeah. We all know
0: too much about Brooklyn guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true.
2: I'm just biting my tongue because I have like opinions on all the jokes you're making. Um uh I think it would be great if he just went out there and, and did and you know, did like a five a, a legit five minute promo on everything that he's accomplished and just let the heat bubble and bubble and then have him just be like and I am calling you out, Titus Brand. All of the members <laughs> of the Titus Brand,
0: <laughs> Akira Tozawa. <Yeah. laughs> you're going down at SummerSlam, bud. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't. I, I I hope.
2: I mean, honestly, like him calling out Cena for SummerSlam—if that's the way it goes—and I know I'm just like getting myself overexcited—is the best case scenario. I agree. That's a match I really want to see. It makes me excited that they would be pulling the trigger on something like that and not saving it for WrestleMania. Cause that I think things usually work out best when they pull the trigger on such things. Um, And then also because he's not in the main, he's not in the title match.
1: I say this. I think it's a better SummerSlam match because if it's a WrestleMania match, they're gonna bring in like another part timer or some kind of thing, or Triple H's ego is gonna make him want a main event, and it's gonna get. It's not gonna feel as special, whereas SummerSlam it will be the marquee match and the main reason that you go. Whereas yeah, WrestleMania will be one of five.
0: I disagree. I think it would be a better WrestleMania match because. I think that those two guys, are they have so much weird heat that it should be on the biggest stage possible. And I also just don't really care about Lesnar-Reigns too, which is what everyone has said is the presumptive main event of WrestleMania this year. I I don't want to see – I would rather just get that over with.
1: I got you, but I will say this. This is a match that is so much about the reaction – And you're going to hear it so much better at Barclays than you would at the...
0: And Brooklyn definitely loves to shit on stuff. I think the WrestleMania
1: main event is uh, Lesnar, The
2: Rock,
0: and Braun Strowman, Triple Threat. Um, I would mark out so hard for that. Let's let's put some, the let's,
1: past, present, and future of WWE. Let's write that on a piece of ring. paper
0: and put it into the Western Wall in Israel. And, and, make and it, it, it opens with Braun
1: Strowman just eats them both and then <laughs> sings a Chris Stapleton song. Uh, I, I don't know how that just happened, but Chris Stapleton's great.
2: Um, all right, the best. Well, guys, we got to get out of here. Dave, you have anything to plug this week?
0: Uh, subscribe to my new Bleacher Report podcast, the BR Mag Show, B slash R Mag Show, on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts check it out i'm not leaving i promise i will never leave
1: (laughs) i'm staring (laughs) at you longingly from across the table you're cheating on me (laughs) mike what do you got um i uh will be at the west palm beach improv on uh, june 25th so come to that not one night only and um i'm auditioning to write all of shinsuke nakamura's dialogue Not yeah. any words is what you're saying. Yes, you're not exactly. Do okay. Just a blank sheet of paper every <laughs> the easiest, Tuesday. The
2: easiest job in the business. Yep. Uh, if done the right way. Yes. Is there anything I'm forgetting to say? My heel producer, Jim? No, nah, you're good. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. Apologies to Dean Ambrose. Happy birthday to our number one, one-year-old listener, Rowan Dragas. We'll see you next week, humanoids. For a great shave at a great price, join Dollar Shave Club. New members get the first month of the executive razor and a tube of Dr. Carver shave butter for only five bucks with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a fifteen dollars value for only five bucks. Get yours at DollarShaveClub.com/slash-masked.